0: Welcome back to another episode, and today we're going to be looking at networking ideas for mortgage brokers, how mortgage brokers can use networking, meeting new people in order to increase their sales online. That is what we're going to be focusing on today. It is really important. This is part of the 80 plus mortgage marketing tips. We're going to unpack those in a little more detail, but first, let's run the intro.
1: You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. The show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's, Let's dive straight, straight into, into it.
0: So guys, as I said, this is part of the 80 plus mortgage marketing tips series within the podcast and within the show, and within the YouTube channel. And in this, we are looking at networking. Now, this playlist, you can check out the full playlist if you want to. Um, it is on the YouTube channel. It's also being, what is it? Is it? In sync across this, so you're gonna you can just listen next one, next one, next one. Um, and we're gonna be focusing on networking today. And more importantly, you know, like ideas that you as mortgage brokers can use to grow your network, which will you know increase your impact and income. That is the idea of it all. Now, these are all top-level ideas. Again, just to just to clarify this, these episodes are designed to give ideas to as many people as possible top level and you can take which ones you like and don't like some of them I think I absolutely love some of them I think are pretty good some of them I think are okay some of them I think I myself don't do but they're still useful for other people it's all the ideas everything in one place so that you can make the right decision for for your business and for your own personal goals. That's the idea here. No judgment. If the stuff that I myself don't do much with, then I will tell you people who I think do really well with it and you can check them out as well. So the first one when it comes to networking is start networking. <laughs> Sounds very silly, but networking is powerful. Meeting people in and around your niche, around your local area, whatever it may be, but start networking before you do anything else, and it sounds so silly, but networking is very much the lifeblood to many businesses. Oftentimes, I find with networking, people will, and I, I mean, I've never done this because it's something I've been, very, I've always enjoyed doing. But people often will move away from networking, and go, just need to focus on working hard, doing the business, that's it, and not realizing that the networking itself is the thing that's going to probably separate your business from being a failure to a success. Because people buy from people and people recommend people, so if you want referrals, if you want introducer deals, if you want um, to be the go-to person in your area, networking is vital. So move that that myth. You have to start networking straight away. Now that's exactly what we, that's the first thing we need to address. With that, there's lots of ideas you can do to network, and let's unpack some of those. So one of the ones is make sure creating to create your business cards. So business cards get a bad rap. I myself don't have business cards because of the nature of what I do. I am remote. I very rarely meet people face to face because of, because I work with people all over the country, actually all over the world. You know, US, Canada, all over. Um, you know, Dubai, Australia, predominantly UK, but there are people as well. So, for a business card, for me, not really relevant. But for mortgage brokers who are bound by regulation to work within the UK or within their within their state, Providence, country, whatever it may be. And oftentimes are local and meet local business owners. You need a business card and you need a good one that's memorable. So create your business card so that when you are out and about, you are somebody they actually remember. Now, some great things with business cards, I like to, um, and I say this to my clients, think of your Instagram as a business card as well. So set your business card up as a business card, but I would push people to say, follow me on Instagram, because that's a great way for you to then use social media for people to find you later on and really demonstrate what it is you do. Your Instagram is like a small business card slash CV, but create a business card that pushes them that way. There's some really cool business cards out there right now that will allow you to do like, like things where you can use like um, QR codes and stuff like that. It's really pretty epic. And if I was a broker right now, I would not be not having business cards. That you, you, if you need, if you're doing local anyway, if you're working local, you absolutely need them. It's really important. Next thing is work on and create an elevator pitch. So an elevator pitch is the thing that you say within. It's like if you ever did anything like networking groups, BNI, things like that. It is things like that which is your fifth. It's your sixty second. This is what I do now. I actually talk about this. I call it a personal brand statement, but for this, I'm calling it an elevator pitch because, because that's what people know it as. We, I actually talk about this and talk about personal brand statements and I'm going to do a series on the, on personal branding itself in the future. I'm looking at doing larger series within this show so we can have playlists. We will look at this, but a, a, a creating a small like one minute presentation in your mind that, you know, when someone's talking to you, they say, what do you do? You go bang, 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 bang. And you know, it puts you in the best possible light. That's important when you're in a networking meeting. I work with clients on this. We work on what I call, like you say, your your, your personal brand story and your, your brand story and your brand statement. They're two very different things. Your brand statement is an elevator pitch. Your brand story is the long version of that. And so definitely working on these will help you stand out because then in networking, if you're saying the same things all the time, remember people don't remember what you said. They remember how you made them feel. And so if it's done to craft for like emotional impact, it will do very well when you're out there. Next thing is join local communities. So these are things like networking groups, um, BNI's. I myself have a, a funny relationship with BNI. You're and like and all these networking groups, but they are good and in certain capacities. And I've got clients who absolutely crush on this. One of my clients, um, you know, Hannah, she literally just rakes in leads through BNI and her content just amplifies her connections on BNI because the networking in real person is really good. So then online, it just spreads like wildfire. It's so good. So joining local communities, that could be, like I say, these networking groups, that could be the local chamber of commerce. It could be, um, you know, the local school committee, whatever local communities that you feel your ideal client is in. That is a smart move. Don't, don't poo poo that idea. If you are, I, I, I'm, I'm part of lots of mortgage broker communities. I, I, I give away free stuff. I talk at stuff. I help at stuff. I'm there helping networks. It's because I know as in like networks, mortgage broker networks, I know the value of being part of local communities and even local to us, me and my wife do the same thing with her stuff. So it's very important. Join those local communities. Do not think that that stuff doesn't matter because it really does. Especially if you're trying to be a local broker, which I'm a big fan of. I think you should be local. It helps because people like that. They, they like doing stuff like that. Attend networking events. So, I don't mean networking. So, the communities, I'm, I'm putting things like um, BNI and all that stuff into communities because they're consistent things that people will turn up to. But networking events are larger events that have, um, that may be one offs. So, this could be award ceremonies. This could be, um, literally like a yeah well award ceremonies is really good um industry industry events themselves i have there's a few alex curtis he does a networking he does like you know an an industry event normally once a year um you've got like the money group they do ones once a year when as these people set up these events and i'm not saying that's just for me my versions but you for example you look at events if you are somebody who works in nhs let's say you work with the nhs as a niche are there any networking events for NHS that you can go to? Because that's the place you need to be. You look at the, and and they're big events, you know, like big, they're talking, they're speaking. Because if you go to those events and you understand the the pain points of your client, the, the real pain points of your ideal client, you will be able to communicate that through your marketing. I know what brokers are. The, the the key thing with this is you've got to understand what your pain points your customer has, and then you have the solution. But the solution you have isn't what they think it is. So they they this is a re, and this is really important. It's like language. When I speak to brokers, oftentimes they want leads, they want leads, they want um, status, which is very important, and they want views. And then that comes with status. So it's really impact and income. They want status and they want leads, and and they want a process. They often feel like they lack a process and they lack time in order to make it work so those are the three things i know i'm talking about that all the time because that's making sure that i'm resonating and listening to you for example literally listen this will just take it's, it's straight away the language i use and i've got i've had done for this ad that's exactly what we do
1: Do you feel like you're winging it with your marketing and business process? Well, we have your back. The Mortgage Marketing Blueprint has been created to give you a step-by-step process that maximizes your chance of lead generation, client referrals, and online brand awareness. Use code MMP15 for 15% off and start taking control of your brand now. Let's get back to the show.
0: See, language. Language patterns are very important. It's all the type of stuff there. So going to industry events, I only learn that type of stuff by attending industry events. The next one you have is Connect on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a powerhouse for networking. Like, that's what it is. It's a networking platform originally. It's now other things, but that's what it is. You know, social media, to be honest, in general, is a machine when it comes to networking. It just really is. So with that with linkedin and all of that stuff think about how you could connect with the right people on linkedin don't just connect with everybody that advice is given a lot where it's like use this bot and this bot will then add all the right people connect you get about 400 roughly it can it differs but a maximum of 400 um on linkedin and sometimes think it's 100 depending on the free i, I always like miss it but it's maximum when i last checked to 400 and that'll change i'm sure it'll get less so you want to make sure you're connecting with the right people on LinkedIn. Your LinkedIn network should be some people who actually would do business with you. Or so really think about that. Connect or people who could help you. So think about that with LinkedIn. For example, if you're a broker and let's say you're using Facebook and Instagram for B2C for customer facing, maybe using LinkedIn to connect with all the BDMs so you can use LinkedIn to to ask questions. Brokers, I've got I've got a case of like this. What would you say? building out your profile so that you're actually networking with other businesses on that profile as opposed to trying to just get clients on it, that might be a really smart move, one that could definitely help you in the long run. The next one to look at is record customer video reviews. So this is a part of like the social proof testimonial, but it definitely falls into networking because you need to have trust to be able to do it. So this is getting people to, to record a video testimonial for you. And people, the more you you do this, the more you are sharing your network, you're sharing that you're good at what you do and people, you're associating these people with you. You only get this, these video testimonials, if people actually like you, trust you. And so that's where you you've got to get to know them very well. Video testimonials are so important and very, very hard to get, by the way, very hard to get because many people are scared of going on camera. I don't struggle too much to get them because my clients are being trained on camera, but still difficult. And I have brokers that really struggle. So you want to get those; they are like gold dust, and and that only really happens when you're very well known and people respect you enough to give you that time. So definitely, definitely, that's why you, one of the ways you can use networking. Another thing to cons- consider is engaging with influencers. So there are influencers in every single space and every single industry. For example, I hate I hate the word influencer, but it, it is what it is. And so, for example, if you are somebody who, let's say you're somebody who wants to, um, I don't know, let's say you're somebody who is trying to get into the mortgage marketing space right now. You're somebody who's looking at doing this. Well, engaging with me and connecting with me and getting to know me is probably a good idea because I, I hate to admit it, but it's true is I'm an influencer in this space. I hate the word influencer so much. But it is that like I have What when I say people are good, people go and buy their stuff like that's what happens. And um, and it should after like nearly six years of making content. Um, but on that, that means that the person who engages with me, that's smart because they're engaging with someone who has influence in the in the in the industry they're trying to potentially get access to. So if you are, again, working with somebody within the NHS, are you engaging with them? You know, are you commenting on their stuff? Are you speaking to these people so they get to know you? So you become the go-to person for them. Influencers are not bad, but but thinking about are they the right people in your niche? There are tons, there's, there's influences in every single sector. Every sector of the market has an influence. So you've got to decide for yourself which um, you know, which one of these like are, are you gonna go after? If any, but obviously this is a great way because when you go into these higher They're not, they're not the better or anything. They just have more reach. So when they have more reach, if they endorse you, you will get way more for it. And it's why podcasts and stuff do really well for a lot of people because, because, you know, they're being endorsed by somebody that's very good. I had it in the podcasting space myself. I was on, you know, by, by Alex Sanfilippo, very big, very big and successful podcaster brings me onto his show. As soon as he says that he's done that, then I'm cool. Everyone likes, well, Ash is legit. That's how it works. And that happens the same with yourself. Another one here: speak at seminars and workshops. So any of these opportunities you get to speak, speak at them. So if you are in these any of these networking events, any um, chamber of commerce, go up and talk. People will remember you for it, and they and they will remember if you're giving value. This is so important because it separates you from the people attending because you now become a speaker. Again, you start to increase your impact, your status within your your area you're now a speaker in certain situations, that's going to help. It also will trigger a conversation because when you get off, people like off the talking, people should then come up to you and go, oh, I love what you did there. I'd like to ask you a question about it. It opens the floor for more conversation. That is very, very important. So important, in fact. So if you have the confidence and courage to do this and you've got something valuable, go out there and speak and share with people. It will build up. Your network, 100. The next one is set up an affiliate program. So if you've got now, affiliate program is is the is the word that is used a lot of times. We'll go. I have a referral scheme. It's not real It's affiliate programs. In other words, if you are doing and and you see the insurance industry doing this very much, some or some people are. So in other words, and, and I hate it because I'm going to call. It's not call people, up, but like it says, I hate this because I see people going. We're setting up influencer programs. So that's not what that is. That's not what I'm setting up an influencer program. Now what you're actually setting up is an affiliate program. So an affiliate program is what it is. An influencer is somebody who has influence within there. It's a different thing entirely. It's not even the same thing. It's someone using, it's like someone saying, yeah, I'm going to get you uh, this, this loan. um, And I'm like this loan. And you're like, yeah, I'll get you a loan. I'll get you a loan. I'm a loan officer. I'll get you a loan. You're like, well, I actually just want life insurance. It's not, it's not even the same thing. It's not even the same thing. So, an affiliate program is where someone who is affiliated to you, when they refer, they get a commission. An influencer is a person who has influence. So an influencer program, it's a person who has influence. So following, um, not of any size, there's levels, micro, there's nano, micro. I'll go through that in another episode, I'm sure. But that is an affiliate program. So an affiliate program is less literally pretty much what you do with introducers. It's an introducer agreement, but an affiliate one is I'll give you 20% of everything you send to me. I'll give you 10% of everything you send to me. I'll give you whatever it may be. Setting up affiliate programs with individuals who are potentially in, um influencers in their space is is very powerful. I have affiliate programs for for my for my blueprint, I have affiliate programs. People could people get paid if they if they refer if they if someone sells it using their their like link, then they get paid. And I'm part of an affiliate program for other people. Affiliate programs are great if you've got good networks because people will 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 refer stuff and then they make income from you. And you are seeing insurance businesses doing this very well because there's a lot of money in insurance. Not seeing many mortgage brokers do this in the same way would be cool to see. But affiliate marketing is a great way of networking because it is like network marketing. It was like it's kind of like network marketing, but that's a whole other thing. Um, so, and then um, the last one I want to speak about today is this starting a podcast. So I believe this is probably the number one I would do if you're trying to generate leads through and I've done, I've got a whole episode we've done already on like why mortgage brokers should start podcasts in order to, to land introducers. but podcasts are amazing because they allow you to just interview whoever you want. So like a great way, if you're using a podcast as a networking tool, not a lead gen tool, very important. They're two different things. So if you're looking for it to network, then literally you just rock up and you, you know, you literally um interview people who you think are valuable and you'd like to get to know. Doesn't matter how many people listen to it, doesn't matter about any of that. It's all about the person listen like it's all about you um, you know, spending time with them and getting to know them. Doesn't matter who's listening. That's the things and that, and that's the gone. These are great. And go and check out that episode on that because there's a full episode on how I do that and and, and and the success we've had with one client who's literally landed like multiple high level estate agent in- introducers who are like high net worth properties who we just could not get in and talk to them and all of a sudden, bang, like they're in and literally killing it which is absolute crushing it so that's a really really good way to do it coming up next in the next one of this 80 plus marketing mortgage marketing tips we're looking at search marketing so seo search engine optimization all of that stuff all of the juicy bits that people find very intimidating um and they don't need to so we're going to break that down in this episode and um have a wonderful rest of the day
1: You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now.
0: Now, thank you so much for listening to the Mortgage Mavericks Podcast. Now, if you are a broker and you want to take your marketing to the next level, you want to be seen as a thought leader, you're looking to really become an expert when it comes to social selling, content marketing, Then why not book a free discovery call with me? I am happy in these hours to sit down with people and understand if it's a good fit or not. I've worked with loads of people now to achieve some incredible results. And It'll be great to have a chat with you and get to know you and see if there's a fit there. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't work with everybody, and there is a limited space, and it is very much subject to availability and whether you fit my criteria. But if you think that you're somebody who would work well with me and you'd like to learn more about how my services work, then jump on that call. It is links right here, or you can go to ashballand.com and I'd be great to spend an hour with you, getting to know more about you, your business, and your goals and see if there's any synergy there. Anyway,